0: Today on Church and State, we'll be joined by Joseph Lombardi of Ironhawk Financial. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. with me as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis.
1: And the only podcast that's brave enough to put faith and politics in the same room with Jesus Christ smack dab in the middle.
0: Amen. Hey, before we bring on our guest, once again, churchandstate.media. You know it. You love the website. You're there all the time. You probably dream about it. Uh, it is where you can download these shows. This is going to be a fascinating discussion about what the market is doing. We're going to be talking about a lot of economical or economic issues, uh, inflation, and how to protect yourself from what's coming at us. So you're going to want to download this show and share it with people uh, because they need to know these kind of things, right? They, they need to be aware of what could potentially happen to them and to their money. Uh, if you want to take advantage of all of our fine affiliates, we got some great ones here. Gabe, anyone's Hey, why don't you do one? We haven't done in a little bit. Like,
1: well, I actually want to hit Pondere Ballistics. It's just okay. A, there you a, go. A new a new member to the team. If you uh, definitely, can you ever have enough bullets?
0: No, no, I love bullets. That's the right answer. Okay, yeah. my They're, mattress is full of bullets. I sleep company, on
1: Pondere Ballistics. You can you can check them out. Now we're in the process of doing a church and state promo code, but you can go into the notes. If you were to purchase a 1,000 rounds, you're going to spend about $450. It's 45 cents a round. And with with the church and state, uh, type in the notes, you'll receive a 10% off on your next purchase. Also, you'll have expedited shipping. So 45 cents a round for a 1,000 rounds. That's a, tr- that's a tremendous deal you only get by typing that in. Type church and state in the notes. Caleb, tell me this scripture verse does not hit home. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Proverbs 13:22. We're going to be talking about how do we prepare our financial cushion? I don't I don't even know if the word cushion is sufficient. Um what are those trampoline things that the firemen put under when, when people fall off a building? You remember seeing those? Nets, yeah, yeah. Just like a net. There has to be something for you to fall into or either you're going to have your butt handed to you in what's coming. So we have a professional who's with us today. He's done many podcasts. He's bust, he's busting his tail, uh, telling people because a lot of people are coming awake to the reality that their financial setup is not exactly secure. So he's, he's really busy right now, but he can help you. So church and state listeners pay attention
0: amen to that so great intro gabe uh joseph thanks for joining us on church and State. we appreciate your time sir thanks for having me guys absolutely so uh you are the uh managing director of iron hawk and uh you you got a hold of us and you, you really have a, a tail to spin for the audience uh because most people uh, they may follow the markets they may dabble just a little bit but they literally have no idea of what's going on do they Unfortunately,
2: they don't know. <laughs> and it's not their fault. They're
0: just they're not taught this in school. And the uh, government likes ignorant people. They're easier to manipulate and control. No, amen to that. So, so what exactly are you forecasting? What, what are you seeing? And, and what are the trends? And how can people protect themselves? So, I mean,
2: what I believe is going on right now is, uh, you know, the market's what I call melting up. Um, there's, there's a lot of indicators. The market's just doing well. It's hitting a Santa rally. Uh, it's doing really good. Um, I don't understand why. Um, every indicator is saying that uh, we have a war. Uh, we have bricks trying to take over our petrodollar. We actually have another war. Uh, we have an incompetent president that people look at and laugh at throughout the uh, nation. He can't even have a complete sentence. doesn't even know where he goes after an interview. He speaks in gibberish. So, I mean, we're pretty confident Barack Obama is still the president. He's got his little puppet, Biden. But... Um, it's it's really nerve-wracking because we have a lot of different enemies right now we have inflation we have increased taxation we have debt we have uh, interest rates going up so it's harder for small business owners to take those dollars invest those dollars in themselves see a return when they have to give so much back to the bank in the form of a you know interest payment. So it's, it's, nothing is saying that this economy is doing well, other than the fact that the government printed more money than a drunk sailor in the last 36 months, and now it's starting to uh, dwindle away. I mean, the only way they're going to get this money out of the economy is to raise interest rates to 10, 20, 30 percent, and inflation is going to then go to 10, 20, 30 percent. So people think it's crazy. I mean, I remember my grandfather telling me he bought his first house at 28%, you know? And I bought my I own a bunch of houses. They're all 3% or under. So it's crazy to think that interest rates can go that high, but it's not a historical improbability. It's actually more of what a, what cycle we're in of it coming back up
0: yeah and people are already complaining about the current interest rates uh you know and it's really kind of stagnated the housing market in in some aspects people aren't necessarily ready to sell uh because they know they're going to have to buy and they're not ready to buy at that interest rate but we're talking about you know seven eight percent you're talking about 28 percent. i mean that's going to kill us
2: well unfortunately um Within a melt-up, that's what happens. Uh, We saw it in 2008, we saw it in 2020, before the government just wrote a check for like $7 trillion, like, okay, economy's fine. Um, I don't think we can keep doing that. I don't know if your viewers, or you've gone to usdebtclock.org. It goes over our national debt, but as of right now, we owe $34 trillion in national debt, but that doesn't even break the surface. If you take a look at the bottom right of that same website, we have Medicare, uh, I believe it's from around $40 trillion. We have uh, Social Security, it's like $26 trillion, And then we have something called U.S. Unfunded Liabilities for $212 trillion. If you add all that up, every working American owes $2 million to the Federal Reserve, to the, to the United States company, because we're all just servants to the company. They own us, they own our labor. Um, So what's gonna happen is, I believe that interest rates are gonna go up, inflation's gonna go up, and what people don't understand is taxes. Are you familiar in the 1980s, the highest marginal tax rate here in the United States was 70%. Wow. Are you familiar that in the 1960s, the highest marginal tax rate here in the United States was 91.2%. If you're at home or you're listening, all you have to do is go to your computer and type in 100 year federal tax bracket picture. And it's a nice little graph. And you know what's scarier than both of those? If you see right before World War I, when interest, when the tax rates were 7%, they jumped to 77%. Wow. You're talking within 24 months. World War II, they were 25% and they jumped to 85% in 24 months. Why do you think they want a war? Nobody wants a war, we're smarter now, we want peace. We, we're actually living in the peaceful, most peaceful time in history, even though the, the, the news media will claim different when they all show is muggings, murders, molestations, but we actually live in the safest time in history. So what I think people need to do is they need to diversify three things, they need to diversify them quick. Number one is taxation, number two is market exposure, and number three is liquidity. See, with my strategy, when the market crashes, you actually have the opportunity to make a boatload of money. The average American, when the market crashes, they lose their butt. And the reason for it is most Americans all their money in what? Real estate, the stock market, Roth IRA, SEPs, SIMPLES, pension, brokerage accounts. Well, when the market crashes, take oh, wait for a perfect example, when the stock market crashes, the housing market crashes. The unemployment mark, you know, shoots up, which crashes employment. So what happens during that time? To take 2008 for example, tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of Americans access their 401k, and per hundred thousand dollars. If they only lost 40%, which I know people lost 70, but let's just say they lost 40%, that left them with 60. They had to pay a 10% penalty, left them with 54. They had to pay state income tax, left them with 50. They had to pay federal income tax, left them with 38. Then if you take FICA, Medicare, unemployment, social security tax, left them with 30% of of their value that was there yesterday, that's what you're gonna get, 30%. With my strategy that I've been doing for two decades, no taxes, no market loss, no state, no federal, no 10% penalty. My clients love when the market crashes. Perfect example, I had a guy in 2009 when Harley Davidson, he owned six Harley Davidson uh, shops. When Harley Davidson stock went down from 100 to 12 bucks, he had a couple hundred thousand in my policy because it's liquid, tax-free, soup-proof, divorce-proof, blah, blah, blah. He was able to take it out Bought Harley because he knew he lived Harley's grandfather owned the dealerships. His dad owned the dealerships. She's like, "There's no way Harley's be twelve dollars a share." Within eighteen months, he turned two hundred thousand to two point eight million. So, my clients love when the market crashes because what is the number one principle of investing? Uh, Buy I love low, sell. sell high. What does the average American do? Dollar cost average. Dollar cost average and you like 3%. What are you gonna do when inflation's running at 8, 9, 3%? Okay. So I mean I have strategies in the last 20 years, 15% tax rate in the last 20 years. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm what you call a broker, so I have access to 200 investment insurance companies. I can I can offer my clients any product, any service that's literally on the market. I have a team, CPAs, attorneys, lawyers, elder law, state planners. So the whole point is I take what. The multi-millionaires and billionaires do, and I bring that to the blue collar market. And by doing that, you're you're doing what the winners do. If you think you're gonna resolve the wheel in 2023, you're crazy. You copy what the wealthy people do. Do you remember when Nancy Pelosi's stock portfolio was being leaked and everybody was buying what she was buying and people were making like 40%? Well, those are called sharks. And if you just be a little guppy and you follow the sharks, you pick up the crumbs. So maybe you make 25%. So you always follow what the wealthy people do and they use IRS codes. They use insurance hybrids with investments. Why would you do that? Well, if you have an investment and you put an insurance wrapper around it, you cannot lose. Guaranteed. So now I have all the upside. The market does well. But if I'm wrong and the market crashes, I don't lose my butt. And the biggest thing people don't understand is that if if the market lost 50%, people think, oh, I just gained 50% and I'm back even. No, you're not. If the market lost 50%, let's say I have have 100 bucks, I lose lose 50%, I have 50 bucks. I gain back my 50%, what's 50% of 50? That's only 25. So I'm only at $75. So my account lost 50 and gained 50, I have a 0% rate of return, but somehow I'm down 25%. So what do I need to break even on that scenario? I have, I have 100 bucks, I lose 50%, I have 50 bucks, what's 100%? That's 50 and a 50. So if I lose 50 and gain 100%, what did I make? Nothing. And that doesn't include the 12B1 fee, Class A share fund fee, money management fee, annual account fee. So then another cool thing to look at is look at the S&P 500. You talk to any investment guy, right? I was a licensed investment advisor for 16 years. What do they tell you? 10%, 10%. You listen to Ramsey, that dude's crazy. He's like, 12%, everyone gets 12%. I'm like, no, they don't. If you invested a dollar in 1999, it was worth the exact same dollar in 2011 in the SP 500. That's 12 years, you made nothing. And if you had the fees, it took you 14 years to make nothing. So what people don't understand is we are in this cycle where we're going right back up. Microsoft, all time high. Just came down a little bit today. Apple, almost $200 a share. When you take a look at it, we're at the high, and what are people doing? They're, they're like, yeah, that's great time to keep going up. What happened to all the people that invested in Bitcoin when it was $65,000 a coin? Oh, they lost 80%? What's, what I think is gonna happen is BlackRock and all the hedge funds are just popping up, propping up the market for a huge fall, because they know that when it falls, people are gonna be desperate, desperate to sell their property. And That's let's go. Let's
0: go into that a little bit, Joseph, um, because this this is exactly what happened in 1929, right? We saw the stock market collapse. Those individuals that were privy to the information prior, killing. Yeah, they did. They came in there and they just scooped up property, pennies on the dollars, and they become even more wealthy. All right. And meanwhile, other people are jumping off of buildings because they lost everything that they owned. So this is exactly what you're predicting. You're, you're pointing out BlackRock. You know, there's Vanguard. There's all the, there's all these organizations, the shadow government, the people, you know, the organizations, that people like Gabe and I we point to and we, we despise and we loathe. The creature from Jekyll Island, folks. Yes, exactly. But you are saying that we can mimic exactly what they're doing and come out not only OK, but ahead.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's sad to say, but my clients, if the market, which I hope it doesn't happen, but it's more like when, not if, the market crashes, we're in a spot where my clients are holding a bunch of cash that's earning 15% over the last 20 years tax-free. So when it crashes, everybody else is down 70, 80%, and they're begging for somebody to buy whatever, their business, their asset, their land, their house, I'm pennies on the dollar, because they got to eat. Right? The number one thing is survival, and when their bank is negative, but they're a multimillionaire on paper, like most people are, because they're heavily leveraged, what's gonna happen is they're gonna say, I'll get, I'll get out, just give me what I owe. So I, I got $4 million asset, I owe a million, just say, give me the million. Just pay off the the, the the bank, and then I can eat, and I'm fine. And those people are going to feast on people that aren't prepared. And unfortunately, capitalistic society, and we don't want to think it is, it's a dog-eat-dog world. And if you fail the plan, your plan's to fail. So you need a fire drill in place. Because I'm not sitting here saying the earth's falling and the sky's falling and fear-mongering. I'm just saying if and most likely when there's a fire, if you don't have a fire drill, you're going to get burned.
1: Wealthy people... I've noticed do not say anything to the, to the edge of like, Hey, I'm really excited about that promotion so I can finally make six figures or seven figures. They actually don't want to on paper look rich. Can you, can you, can you teach people like rich people's mentality? And Jesus even said this, the sons of this earth are shrewder than the sons of light. We, we got to get shrewder as Christians and make wise decisions. One of those ways is you have techniques and they're all legal to where you liquidity wise don't have all of your assets out in front. You have ways of protecting those assets to where it doesn't make you look poor, but the reality is, is on paper, you know, it's dispensed a different way.
2: So you remember COVID, right? Do you remember HIPAA laws? Mm -hmm. Do you remember this uproar because we're not allowed to tell whether we are this or that or have this or have that because of HIPAA? Well, what is the shield in life insurance? HIPAA. So I have clients who have millions of dollars with me inside of a life insurance policy. On paper, they don't own it. There's no regulation. There's no uh, creditor that can attach it. They can take your 401k, your IRA, your SEP, your SIMPLE, your pension, your Roth, your business, your checking. They cannot touch your life insurance because there's no database because of HIPAA laws. So what the wealthy people do, like when you see this contract, right? What's his name? Shohei Otani, some baseball player, signed a $700 million deal. Do you think he puts that in Bank of America? Seriously, you got to think about what would he do with that money? He's putting it in an insurance company. Why? Well, insurance company by law has to keep every dollar that goes in. Does a bank? No. They do fractional lending. For every dollar that comes into the bank, they take one dollar and lend it to 20 different people. So does that person, and your FDIC insured up to 250, but you know what insurance companies have that banks don't? Reinsurance. Do you remember that one bank that failed like in the history of all, or excuse me, insurance company that failed in the history of insurance companies, it's called AIG. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the uproar after the week they got bailed out and they were getting helicopters and they were getting raises and bonuses to like kill the American economy. They're getting paid to do it, right? So everyone's up in an uproar. That's called reinsurance. So the wealthy people know, do I want my money visible? No. Do I want to lose if the market crashes? No. Do I want to pay taxes on gains? No. Like, the the perfect scenario of this is you remember when Hillary and Trump were on stage, and Hillary goes to Trump what? You don't pay any taxes. Show me your taxes. Show me. Remember that whole thing? It was all over the news. And what did Trump say? You've been in politics for 30 years. If you wanted to change the IRS code, you could have done it but your donors won't let you do it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I love that. That was such a mic drop. So why?
2: So first of all, if I watch that debate, I would say, what the heck is that? are, Are this donors doing? I've been doing what the donors been doing for 20 years. And I bring it. To the blue collar market, I bring it to the conservative market, the patriot market, the Christianity market, the people that I am, all of those things, and people I love working with.
0: Uh, I I, I love that because there's so much doom and gloom um, and and you're offering a solution here. You know, we, we're all looking at it. We're watching what's going on with the market. We're watching what the federal reserve is. And those of us who, you know, have studied this a little bit, we understand, you know, that it's just a corporation and and that we are all slaves to it. Uh, But you offer a way to get out of this and you're using the plans of the enemy, which I find to be very biblical, Gabe, The, the plans of the enemy. And we're coming alongside that and saying, okay, fine, you're, doing this well we can do this as well we're going to be protected and here's the thing when the market collapses we're not going to allow allow you globalist satanic elite to come in here and own america because there's going to be enough of us patriots that have taken the necessary steps to ensure that we can come in here and we can ensure that america stands for another 200 plus years
2: yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's an exciting um, opportunity in the world we live in right now. And uh, being able to help people, I have 1,600 clients, over a billion dollars of rollovers and protection I've done in my career. Um, and being able to stay five-star rated on Google and A-plus rating on the Better Business Bureau for a better two decades when I deal with people's money, <laughs> one of the most emotional things you can deal with. Um, it just speaks volumes that Taking the best of what the foundation is, so I can't lose, and taking what the upside is because I don't want to go into a fixed account earning three percent when inflation is running at nine. I'm guaranteeing myself a six percent loss. I just, I had a client the other day. I was on his podcast. He had a, almost a million dollars in gold and silver. And I explained to him, I was like, he was telling me, oh, it's such a headache. I have, I have people coming over. I'm hiding it under the boards. I, I have it in hollowed out wood frames in front of my fireplace. I'm nervous if somebody finds it. Um, you know, it was, it was more of a headache and gave him anxiety. And his rate of return, by the way, was like negative 6% over two years because it's so expensive to get in, so expensive to get out. Um, and I had him sell everything and dump it into an FIA. And, uh, you know, that strategy been averaging 13% over the last 10 years, which is the worst 10 year period ever. And in that strategy, you can't lose either. So it's just doing what the wealthy people do, you can't lose because the wealthy people make the rules. Mm -hmm. And the rules are, is you ignorant peasants are going to invest in a 401k, you're the one who's going to lose all the money, and the wealthy people who make the rules and design the, live, the world we live in is going to crash it and then buy up all your stuff and bankrupt you. And the are going age, to a dollar.
1: Ironically, I'm thinking the typical age of those who retire, on average, they only live about six to seven years beyond retirement age. So more than anything, it's proof that the house is rigged.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, what's the famous saying? When you stop working, you start dying. Mm. And also, the famous thing is when you stop working, you start spending. So, that whole logic that they brainwashed you and they're thinking, oh, you're going to be in a way lower tax bracket when you retire. All they're telling you is you retire, you're going to live in poverty. <laughs> Yeah, right? right and people are soaking it all up yeah you're right mr CPA I should put away 25000 dollars into my set I should put a max out me and my wife 401 k when people when you go to account he says tax savings when you go to the government they say tax deferral because you're not saving anything the the ten thousand dollars you put away this year to save your two three thousand dollars you're not saving it you're deferring it for 30 years down the road in a higher tax environment with just inflationally worth ten dollars on a dollar right so Simple, simple analogy. I put away 10 grand. I save 2,500. In 30 years, that 10 grand goes to 100 grand. If taxes don't go up, I'm still paying 25% on it. So now I'm paying 25% on what? On $100,000. So to save $2,500 today costs me $25,000 in the future. Multiply that by 30. And then add taxes going to 40, 50, 60% because of the debt we're in. So now just this one ten thousand dollar transaction, that ten thousand dollars to save, I saved twenty five hundred, taxes go to fifty percent, which is really low historically, believe it or not, and we didn't hold this much money now. Now what's 50% 100? So fifty percent of a hundred? So fifty thousand dollars to save twenty five hundred and multiply that by thirty years. So what my clients do is they save millions of tax dollars by building their own bank. And it's simple
0: math. It makes complete sense. Uh, Joe, let me ask you one thing, and, and, and I'm going to um, kind of dovetail into um, you t- talking about your company and how people get a hold of you. But I'm not an expert. Uh, I don't pretend to be, but I talk to a lot of experts, i.e. yourself. If you're looking at everything that's going on in the market right now, how much time do we have? Just an estimate. I know you're not a, you yeah, know, a fortune teller or anything like that. But give just, us the just an estimate, and then from there, because we're running out of time on the interview, uh, make sure to pitch your website and how people can get a hold of you, how you can protect your wealth.
2: So I had this question before. It's really hard. Um, I would say the biggest indicator is when the American people realize the 2020 election was rigged and then that's going to cause an immense amount of panic. I mean, you don't have to be a Republican or a Democrat to think that if I told you, hey, there's going to be a president-elect who does not campaign and he's going to get the most votes in U.S. history, 81 million votes, no matter what side you're on, Republican or Democrat, you see, that's that's ludicrous. That's ridiculous. There's no, You can't not campaign, sit in your basement, and get more votes than a Barack Obama when he first came out and was like, you know, the, the next Golden Child. Jesus.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? Black like, Jesus. so people, <laughs> people are going to wake up, and I believe we're in the Great Awakening right now. I think we're going from the third realm to the fourth realm of Awakening, and people are seeing that the game is rigged. They cannot win. They are slaves, and the only way to get out is to do something about it, because the people in power want to keep you in chains and in debt. Because what is slavery? It's when I give my time and I don't get anything in return. Well, what's that? It's called taxation. That's called interest, student loans, interest, mortgage, interest, car, interest, credit cards. I'm trading my time. I'm not getting anything for it. Because I'm taking my my equity that I earned for my labor and I'm giving it to the government for nothing, which are building bombs with it and killing women and children overseas, good, good job guys. And then they're also paying a ton of interest on something that was worthless anyway. How many people use their college degrees? Right. So if you do what the matrix tells you to do, you will lose 100% of the time. You have to critically think, period. And if you're not going to critically think, you will be a loser. I'm very sorry to say that, but that is the truth because numbers don't lie. And the law of large numbers is if you do what the government tells you to do, you will lose because the government wants peasants. Why? Very simply, and I'll tell everybody where I'm at. There's kings, there's squires, and there's peasants. Very simply. If a bunch of squires get together, we can overthrow a king. There's never been a time in history where a bunch of peasants came together and overthrew a king. So they're worried about controlling all their power, period. It's been in history, read a book. So if they eliminate the squires, which is called middle class, which is what they're doing right now, heavily, aggressively, right in front of our noses, and we're just like, oh, government's awesome. When they achieve that, not if we went so far down that hole. When they achieve that, we will have zero control. You're going to sit in your pod, and you're going to eat your grasshoppers, right? Isn't that what Bill Gates says? You feed us all bugs, and you're going to be happy. And and if you 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 have to do something about it. I'm not fear mongering. I'm not saying that you know the world's ending or anything. You have to plan to fight against the powers that be because. Put yourselves in their position. You're a Rothschild. You're a multi-billionaire. You can do anything, own anything, be anything. What do you want? To keep that. Mm-hmm. It's, na- it's natural, right? And we look at that like, oh, that's guys of an a-hole. Well, that's capitalism. You don't want to lose what your great-great-granddaddy built. So you're going to now do whatever you can to keep people down and keep you up.
0: Yep, absolutely. That's not
2: a crazy conspiracy theory. No, it's, it, it's, it's nature.
0: It's it is. It's the nature of the beast. And, and love it or hate it, it's we live in a capitalist nation. Uh, or at least it was formerly that. Now it's more cronyism. Uh Joe, real quick, because we run out of time, uh, how do people find you? Go
2: to ironhawkfinancial.com. There's a contact us, fill out your name, email, phone number. I'll reach out to you personally um to set a meeting. Um if you want my free ebooks, I have three of them. Uh, just reach out, send me an email to joe at ironhawkfinancial.com. I will send you my eBooks for free. No questions asked, not begging for an appointment or anything. I just want to educate people on what's going on so that they can better protect the people they love.
0: Fantastic. Well, Joe, fascinating interview. We're going to have to have you back on because this conversation is not over, Uh, but we really appreciate your time, sir.
2: I appreciate you guys
0: having
2: me and allowing me to share your platform. So thank you very much, gentlemen.
0: Absolutely. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Gabe Blomgren. A calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.